Hello, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. This week, I would like to talk about confrontation. And the reason I want to discuss that is because I received an email after my last podcast, which was about interest level, where I mentioned that you need to keep things upbeat and light and fluffy and not get into any heavy topics or discussions. And someone had a question about that. And so I figured if she had a question, there's probably a lot of other people that may be a bit confused about what it means to keep it light (laughs) and fluffy (laughs) like souffle. Uh, So I'm going to read her questions and uh, tell you exactly what I mean. So she said, I think there's a fine line between being authentic and keeping up the interest level. That's how couples end up being extremely close physically without having the foundation to uphold their physical intimacy. So I didn't say not to be authentic. Just because I said to be light and upbeat, it doesn't mean you can't be authentic. She said, uh, it's best to be honest and lower the interest level. Uh, No, it's not. (laughs) Because if you keep being quote-unquote honest, and we'll discuss what I mean by honest in a second, and you keep lowering the interest level, there's not going to be a relationship to discuss anything deeper with. Your only goal, as I said before, is to raise that interest level. It's like I'm giving you the shortcut. Your goal is a relationship, right? You want to have a relationship, a great relationship with someone that you're compatible with. And so I'm giving you the shortcut. I'm telling you, all you need to focus on is interest level. And you're telling me, but what about this? But what about that? And so you want to take the scenic route. So, um, moving on, um, and you don't know if you're really connecting or a good match. Listen, if you get along, if it feels good, then you're connecting and it's a good match. You don't have to have really deep discussions in the beginning. And also think about people that have really been into you and you haven't really been interested in them. I mean, did you have deep discussions with them? How often did you have deep discussions with them? It's not about deep discussions. People have high interest level for many reasons because they feel good when they're around you. And having deep discussions isn't everyone's priority. Okay, so then, you know, I went on to say to her, well, I know, you know, I didn't say anything about being dishonest. So she said, okay, um... Moments come up quite early for deeper conversations, confrontations, and if you keep, uh, if I keep focusing on keeping it light to the point of self-denial, that would stress me out because I'm not uh, honoring my true feelings. So, just because you feel a feeling, it doesn't mean that you need to express it in that moment. Only three-year-olds need to express every feeling that they feel and you're going to know about it. If they're angry or if they're mad or if they're sad or whatever, you're going to know about it. But as an adult, you learn that it's not always best to express your feelings in the moment. And if you do, you learn that there's a way to do it more effectively, which I am going to talk about in a minute. So I'm not saying you need to deny the fact that you're thinking something but you need to be smart about confrontations and what you're going to say to someone if you're not happy about their behavior. Now, let me give you the definition 
of confrontation as I have it from dictionary.com. So the psychology definition is a technique used in group therapy as in encounter groups in which one is forced to recognize one's shortcomings and their possible consequences. Now this says group therapy, but when you're doing it one-on-one with someone, it's basically the same thing. When someone says, I confronted this person, I think, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Confrontation lowers interest level because who wants to have their shortcomings brought up? Not a lot of people. So you have to be careful how you do it. So I asked her for examples. It's like, well, okay, what exactly do you mean? Why have you needed to confront people so soon when you start dating them? And she said, well, with one guy, I suspected he wasn't being honest about his marital status. And so I said, okay, and um, what did you say? And she said that she just asked him if he was married and that he denied it. Now, if you suspect someone's married, I don't know if asking them is really the best way to find out because anyone can say anything. Are you married? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) You need to look at their behavior and look at other things to figure out if they're married or in a relationship, such as they're never around on holidays, weekends, you can't get a hold of them on the evenings, etc., etc. So I don't think asking is necessary a a great way to find out. So that quote-unquote confrontation wasn't necessary. And then there was another one in which she said, I was going to break up with him after our second date. Um, I shared why he apologized and stayed. And I assume we're still talking about the marriage thing here. So Until you have proof positive that someone really is married or in a relationship with someone else, you know, just sit by and observe. That's really all you need to do when you first start going out with someone. You don't have to confront. You just have to look at their behavior and see if this is the kind of person you want to be with and if they're interested enough in you because a person's actions will tell you what their interest level is. So instead of trying to get them to change their actions in order for them to behave in a way that you would like, you want to just sit back and observe because otherwise then they're going to be doing things to appease you and not necessarily because they have a high interest level in you. And then her second example was um, she mentioned that the guy was late. And uh, I said, okay, so what happened? She said... um, Well, I simply mentioned that it was our first date. Like, you're late. Hey, you're late. After he told me not to be late. With a smile, and he responded cleverly saying, you'll forgive me for it someday. And I responded, I'll forgive you today. So I wouldn't say that was a confrontation. (laughs) That's not a confrontation. That's just mentioning someone's lateness in a joking manner, which is, as I said, keeping it light and fluffy. That's what I mean by light and fluffy. There's ways to mention that someone is late without being like, hey, you're late. Are you always going to be late? Are you the kind of person that's always late? Because I don't put up with people that are late. I'm always on time and you better be on time. (laughs) Now that's a confrontation. But regarding the whole late thing, you know, that's a whole other issue. If someone is chronically late, then there's psychological issues going on. 
they're not just doing it because they don't have a high interest level in you or because they don't respect you. They've got a major issue. So you need to decide, can I live with this or not? And if you're a real stickler for someone arriving on time and it's really going to bother you, then it's just best to leave because unless something major happens, then they're probably not going to change. That's just who they are. So, you know, depending on what it is that's quote unquote bothering you about someone, you need to approach it with humor. So I'm not saying you can't say anything, but you need to be funny about it. That way it's not a strong confrontation and yet they still get the message. So if anyone is still confused about how to keep it upbeat and light when you first start dating someone, feel free to contact me and I will enlighten you. Okay, so if you have any questions or comments, please contact me at my website where you can also find out about my rates for private coaching and that is theartoflove.net. If you're listening to this on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review my podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.